This morning, <clears throat> open your Bibles to the book of Psalms, chapter 23. <clears throat> Psalms, chapter 23. <clears throat> it says here, the Bible says here in uh, Psalms 23, verse 1, So the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. <clears throat> he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is probably one of the most common, most popular uh, scriptures you hear quoted everywhere <clears throat> in, this, in this time. But you know, <clears throat> when we live in, the, in this, time, this time period uh, that we, you know, sometimes we struggle, and, and a lot of people uh, will refer to Psalms 23, uh, and you hear it quoted a lot, even at funerals or wherever. And uh, the time that God, you know, in difficult times. Uh, some Christians can't conceive how that the Lord, with all His glory and majesty and His interest in the little things of our life. You know, uh, for beginning here in, in uh, verse 1, He said, The Lord is my shepherd. You know, it's a personal relationship that we have with Him. That He is our our uh Savior, uh, our shepherd, the Lord is my shepherd, and he takes care of his sheep. And the, <clears throat> but when we get so wrapped up in this world and the things and we get all dragged down, uh, I think, you know, when we think about uh, Christ, uh, Jesus Christ, that when he uh, saved us and take care of us, he said he's going to watch over and protect us. As long as we're sticking with the truth stick in, in, in prayer and reading and uh, doing the, his will, but then, but as we uh, hear in Psalms 23, it says one of the most quoted uh, Bible verses in uh, in the in the God's Word <clears throat> describes the Lord as our shepherd. And there are always when you read the Book of Psalms uh, 23, it's always that He's got a promise and or He's got an action that's going to happen. I mean, when you read this. Uh, he says here, and the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leaves me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leaveth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, and thy rod and thy staff they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of my enemies, and thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. And I got a couple of points here to <clears throat> to bring out this morning about the shepherd. So what my first point here this morning is like, what kind of shepherd is the, is the Lord? What kind of shepherd is he? He's a personal sh- shepherd. He's He's the Lord. He's my shepherd. You know, I think about 
what God has done for me. You know, I have a personal relationship with Him, only Him, nobody else. You know, what He has done for me that nobody else could do, I have that personal relationship with the shepherd. But here in the book of John, if we turn over here in the book of John, chapter 10, John chapter 10, And excuse me this morning, I got it. I can't hear out of one ear. It's really aggravating. Uh, here in the book of John, chapter 10, beginning with <clears throat> verse 11, he says, I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But, the, but he that is a hireling is not the shepherd, whose own, who, whose own the sheep are not. See if the wolf coming. And leaveth the sheep, and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them, and scatters the sheep. But the hiring fleeth, because he is a hireling, and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and am known of mine, as the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. He says, I am the good shepherd. Here we have, in hearing God's word, uh, lost my train of thought. Uh, I have. He's my. He's a good shepherd, and he says, "I know my sheep." You know those that he saves. He knows us personally. He knows our what 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 our needs are. He knows what we we need to go through or what we're going to go through. He already knows that before we even find out about it. And but he says, "I am the good shepherd," and he said, "I know my sheep, and am known of mine." And as the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. And the others... I'm getting ahead of myself. But Jesus, using the word know, that's the key word in here, he knows. He says he knows my sheep. Uh, They express in the intimate relationship of love and not just having a knowledge of someone, but it's just what God has done for us. It's all about love. He showed that love towards us. When we were not even, when I wasn't even lovable, I wouldn't think, you know, why would God love me? Why would God save me? Why would God bring me through these times of trouble? You know, you know, I can't sit there and question God why. He knows why that I, what I have to go through. He knows why. He knew the day that I was going to accept Him as my Lord and Savior. But He is the Good Shepherd and He takes care of His own. You know, how did Christ, you know, express his love? It's through by sacrifice, because he sacrificed. When he was here upon this earth, and he <clears throat> lived that perfect life here on earth, he lived that perfect life, and he showed uh, um, that his love, and he was willing to die upon the cross of Calvary to shed his blood for whosoever will. And he was willing to sacrifice and it's all, it's, that's what this whole Bible's about, a love story. But in the book of John, same, same chapter, verse 27, chapter, uh, John chapter 10, verse 27. <clears throat> he says here, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give unto them eternal life, they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. He said, my sheep hear my voice. You know, that's like the shepherd. The shepherd attends to the sheep. 
and where the shepherd uh, knows his sheep, the sheep recognizes his voice. And what he does, he guides them to the, to the green pastures. He, t- he takes them and protects them and watches over them. <clears throat> but he says, my sheep, hear my voice. And he says, I know them, and they follow me. And he said, I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. And that's why we have a good shepherd. He's a shepherd of protection. He'll protect his sheep as God protects us. He brings us through. We think we might going to face a lot of trouble, you know, because uh, uh, nothing won't happen to us unless God permits it, you know, and we got to put that trust. And he says, my, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. <clears throat> to, to be Christ's sheep means that you have to, how do you do that? You have to trust Him that as your Savior through faith and their personal relationship with Him. But He, but we uh, belong to Him. And this is, you know, a lot of the lost people always will take His verse, but it's not talking to the lost. It's talking to His His sheep, His to save people. And what He has done over in the book of Ephesians chapter 1, if you turn over there, it's a familiar portion of Scripture. <clears throat> Ephesians, Ephesians uh, chapter 1, verse 4. He says here, According to as he hath chosen us in him. Ain't that great to know? That God, before the foundation of the world, chose you. He says, According to as he hath chosen us in him. Because I didn't cho- choose God. I rejected Christ. I, I had nothing to do with it. I wouldn't even come to God. I would not even come to it because a lot of one through uh, before the Lord ever saved me. I'm just like a rebel, just running, doing whatever I wanted. Uh, I had people try to invite me to church and all that stuff, and I ignored it. I'm like, you know, I... but He sat there. He chose me out of darkness. He said, according to that, he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and, and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us into the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the pleasure of his will. Which is speaking all about election. A lot of people don't agree with it. A lot of people don't understand it. But I believe it. It's right there. Uh, but he has chosen us in him. And it, which this only applies to Psalms 23. My second point is he's a providing shepherd. Back over in the Psalms 23, kind of be going back and forth. Psalms 23. <clears throat> He's a, he's a shepherd that is responsible. You know, he provides. He's responsible to provide all of our, our, all of our physical needs uh, of the sheep, uh, the supplies. He also supplies our spiritual and emotional needs when we think of the Lord. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. 
He maketh me to lie down in green pasture, and He lead me beside the still waters. You know, He provides for everything that we do, and He provides, He supplies all of our needs. And He maketh lie down in green pastures. You know, the the good shepherd, you know, when he, he sits there and takes care of his sheep, he guides his sheep, and he puts his sheep over into the green pastures where it's the best for the sheep to feed upon, to, to comfort and gift. And that's what the Lord does when, through His Word. He makes us lie down in green pastures. And where the shepherd, he, he gives us the comfort, you know, physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. You know, when we sit there and, and just think and relax in our mind uh, how He uh, gives us the comfort. But He leaves me beside the still waters. You know, that's what, that's what it does because he, he go, protects us and guides us. But he's the providing shepherd. In Psalms chapter 34, <clears throat> Psalms chapter 34, I got the scripture. Psalms 34, beginning with verse uh, 8. <clears throat> o taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. O oh, fear the God Lord as ye have his saints, for there is no, is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do like suffer uh, hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. But the taste and see of the Lord is good. You know, and that's the scripture here as. We are blessed as long as we're in His Word. You know, I know Brother Vance, you know, and he push and push and push about read your Bible, read your Bible, pray and read. We need to get in the Word every day because we're living in the last days and it's getting worse out there. Because like where I work at, as I've told Brother Vance, I mean, uh, I would I would fire everybody at that place if I had that much control. But... It, it's the workplace is horrible. I mean, people don't have no respect for nobody. They don't care what you think. They don't. They they have no respect. They don't even have respect for themselves. It's so bad. But I'm thankful that God has gave me a job. Do I like my job? It's not my favorite job. I, I'd rather have something else. But He put me there for a reason. I have give me opportunity to witness to somebody, which I've done a lot there. And uh, the message this morning for the morning service, I I always ask questions. And I always, a lot of time I get in trouble asking questions because they, they, they tell me it's none of my business or, you know, not trying to be nosy. But usually I ask a lot of questions, you know. <clears throat> and uh, they make fun of me. They do all that kinds of stuff. You know, it used to bother me real bad, but now I just let it go one ear out the other and just smile at them. You know, they they make fun of me. They call me Pastor Steve. They call me all this, you know. And here's, he goes, here's the the mighty one that's going to throw the scriptures at us again today. You know, ah, I hear that stuff. And I got to where it just don't bother me. You know, and I said, it's your all's loss, not mine. You know, give you opportunity. But <clears throat> that's just the way it is in the workplace. Uh, but he's a providing shepherd. In Psalms 37... Verse 4, a couple of chapters over. He said, Delight thyself in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of the heart, thine heart. 
Do we seek the Lord? Do we just get so aggravated and tied up into this world and we take our eyes off the Lord and we just kind of get down and out and, and we're not perfect. We're not robots. We all have our, our days. Or there's days that we have a lot of problems. But he said, if you delight thyself, delight thyself also in the Lord, he shall give you the, thee the desires of thine heart. And I think he'll give you the comfort and, <clears throat> and provide you with all your needs and help. Um, let's turn over the book of Philippians. Just trying to show here what the Bible says, not my my point of view, but what the Bible says. Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. <clears throat> Familiar portion of Scripture. He said, But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He shall supply all your needs. He gave you everything that you needed to to survive, to to be effective on the, on this earth. You know, when when God saved us and He said, "Go into all the world and preach the gospel," He will supply all your needs. He will give you the strength. He will He will help you in uh, <clears throat> in a time of need. Uh, you know, it's just it's just uh, the way the Lord works works in mysterious ways. But he knows our every need. You know, if I pray to God and say, Lord, if he answered everything I wanted, I'd probably destroy myself. You know, a lot of people say, so I got all I need. You know, uh, there, oh, there's a lot. There, it don't hurt to dream. You know, it's like, well, I like to have a new truck. I like having you this, new that. But there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, if God supply all that, <clears throat> and he does for there's certain people, it, you know, it. He does give what they need, but he knows them. You know, it's like at work, they always talk about the lottery all the time. It's like, hey, get a lottery, it's, it's $1 billion. I said, you know what the odds of that hitting that? And I said, you're just donating your money to help that person, <laughs> you know. I said, God supplies all my needs. Why do I need the lottery? He's been supplying all my needs ever since he uh, saved me, you know. Coming to church, you know, I, I uh, he gave me a job, gave me a church, put me in a church that preaches truth. He supplies all my needs, and he uses people to supply your needs. You know, he uses people, places, and things. But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. But he's a providing shepherd. And God knows our every need. He's a pardoning shepherd. Well, back in uh, Psalms 23. Back in Psalms 23. He says there in verse 3, He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Do you ever get out of God's will and you drift away? It's kind of like you get on a raft on a, on a river and you just start floating. 
and you're just drifting away, not not even paying attention. Close your eyes. Next thing you know, who knows how far down you are. You're, you're drifting away. But he says, I restore, he restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. You know, God, he's in, he's in full control. And if you're one of his, he, he chasing those that he loves. You know, use me for an example. I was out of God's will. I mean, I, I left the church. Didn't like it. Did it bother me? Yeah. There's days I drive by here and just like to be in service here. Thinking, what am I doing? You know, I don't, I'm just out here just being rebellious, you know, being a, <clears throat> ignoring, uh, and, and God impress upon your heart, you know, in the back of your mind, you know, you're doing the wrong thing. And it's like when me and my wife were out, were out of church and she looked at me and she said, you know, we're wrong. And she said, I don't know what you're going to do, but I'm going back. And I said, well, I think I'll just stay here. But it just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it one bit. Uh, excuse me. He says, He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. You know, when we take our eyes off the Lord or take our eyes off the, the shepherd, you know, you have that one sheep, well, he wants to go astray. And next thing you know, they could be in trouble. And what's that shepherd do? He goes, finds it directs him, brings him right back to the foe. But in Hebrews chapter 12, in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 12, beginning with verse 6, he said, For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, he scourges every son whom he receiveth. If you endure the chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? But if you be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then are you bastards and not sons. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh, which corrected us and gave, we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in the subjection unto the father of spirits? And, and live now verse 11 now no chastening for the presence seemeth to be joyous but grievous nevertheless after it yielded the peaceful fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby you know if you if you come to church and you and you get out of his will and you don't come back you don't whatever you do you miss church whatever and it don't bother you you're probably not even saved. I think, you know, if you're saved, God deals with you. He'll get your attention or he'll take you out of here, one or the other. But I think, you know, when God works up on your heart and you know, and you know you've done wrong, sometimes I'm pretty bad to admit that I'm wrong because usually I always give my wife a hard time and she tell, she'll tell me I'm wrong or I did, did something, whatever, and I'm like, nah. I didn't do that, you know. I know what I'm doing. I know what I said, you know. And nine times out of ten, I'm usually wrong. So, <laughs> but not put her on the spot. But anyway, so that's just all love. But God, He chastened those that He loves. He said, "Despise not thou the chastening of the Lord." And whom He and in verse six He said, "Whom the Lord loveth, He chasteneth." 
And I'm thankful God still loves me. You know, when I was out of the will of the Lord, I turned, I turned my back up on God. He never left me. He was always there. But I left Him. You know, and I'm so thankful that He chastened me and put me on the right path. In the book of Exodus, in the book of Exodus, chapter 15, book of Exodus, chapter 15, and verse 26. I think I wrote that down. And said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and wilt do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptian, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. And he is the Lord that will take care of you. He will direct you and guide you and back to his foe. In First John, in the book of First uh, John, chapter one and verse nine, he says here, "If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us, forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness." If we just confess our sin, He is faithful and just to forgive us, and that's what a great God we serve. When we get out of his hand, get out of his will, he's right there. He he and and we know that we're wrong and we ask him to forgive us and forgive us and he is just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And he says here in verse ten, if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Um, but he is a just God. He says, we confess our sins. He is faithful to faithful and just to forgive us and put us back into that foe and restore our soul because he loves us. He protects us. But he is a pardoning, pardoning Lord, shepherd. But you know, when he, when he chastened us, they draw us, he draws us back to him, back to the foe. You know, if that lost sheep is out of the stray, that shepherd, he brings him back, brings him back into the foe, and that's the way he does. When the Lord, when we're out of his will and chase, and he's chasing us, he brings us back closer to him, and, and we want to get back closer to him, and he draws us back. And then we get back, and and the key thing is, when we speak to him, we speak to him through the word and through prayer and, and the word. And he helps us and guide us to, to get back on the right path. Now, uh, the next point I have in Psalms 23, verse 4, he says, he's a protecting shepherd. He said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel, fear no evil. For thou art with me, and thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Here we see where he says, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You know, and it's just going to be a shadow. And why? Why is it going to be a shadow? Because God's with me. 
He's with me all the time. He's there to protect me. He says, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. And thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You know, it's, it's, uh, his rod and staff comfort us and protects us. The relation, the relationship during the dark times, you know, when we're facing these things and all the troubles that we may face in, uh, in life. And uh, for God is with us. He says, for thou art with me, because God is with us. He's, he's, he's just a, it's just a shadow of death, and we fear no evil. Then in the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 5. He said, let your conversation be without covenants and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And he so that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. You know, God, you know, a lot of people say, I, I'm just, you know, what is uh, somebody's going to uh, rob you or whatever. For example, you know, unless God permitted it, you know, God uses people, places, and things to get your attention, but He's not going to. He's not going to leave you if you're one of His children, if you're one of His sheep. He's not going to leave you. He's going to be there with you all the time because He's everywhere. He's omnipresent. He said, "I will never leave thee nor forsake thee." Because he says here, for he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And the Lord is my helper. And he is my helper. And, and he helps us through each day. You know, I can't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow might not ever come. Today, I only can deal with today. You know, whatever the Lord has in store for today. Uh, he may give you opportunity to witness to somebody. He may give you opportunity to, to help somebody. Who knows, you know. Uh, he's in full control of that. And uh, kind of off the subject, but it's like when um, my car broke down and the guy that came and got our car, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning before I got home where our car broke down in Louisville, and uh, I, which I asked God to forgive me. But I think God gave us me an opportunity to witness to that guy because he kind of hung out before he left but I couldn't get a word in because he was cussing so much and I thought you know I just like you know I'm ready to go I, I can't stand anymore this and I said thank you for your time but you know I got to thinking you know even though he was cussing and stuff I should say hey I should have asked him are you saved you know maybe God will give you an opportunity there out in the middle of the night two o'clock in the morning you know and I sit there and I brushed it off and I shouldn't have it bothered me but but he's a protecting I'm not I guess kind of off the subject here on that but uh he's a protecting shepherd but he protected us he got us got got our vehicle home cuz I kind of wonder like okay here we're out, out here in Louisville out in the middle of the night trying to get home it's like okay who do we call what do we do you know it's just like and thankful that her sister was with us she had that triple a or and was able to take her car all the way to the house. And I think God had that all planned out. You know. Got us home safely. He protected us. 
you know, and finally got our car back. Been gone for a month, two months, seemed like. Got it fixed, and I thank God for it. But anyway, he's a protecting shepherd. And my last point that I'm going to share here in Psalms 23, he says here, uh, Thou preparest a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In John chapter 14, in the book of John, chapter 14, verse 1, you know, the Lord, He promises and prepares us for everything in life. He goes ahead. He knows what we're going to need. He knows what we're going to need in life and through each day what he supplies. Here in John chapter 14, verse 1, he said, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. And in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. You receive you unto myself that where I am, there may be, there ye may be also. And whether I go, you know, and the way, you know. He prepares, he prepares us before, even before our enemies. You know, he, he knows everything we need. When we got the Spirit of God leading us and guiding us, directing us through the Word, uh, uh, protecting us, uh, pardoning us when we're, when we're, He restores our soul, uh, you know, when the times of trouble. But it's this is the great precious promise that he gives because he, whatever he says in this word, he's going to do. And the Lord promises to prepare abundantly for us. He blessed us and strengthened us through his word. And it's all about love because he loves the sheep. The shepherd loves the sheep. The shepherd protects him, the, the flock. And he keeps eye on the flock. When you've got that one that's going to go astray, he guides it right back to the foe where it belongs. How can we become a part of this? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. If you turn over, I'll close with this, uh, this scripture. First uh, Corinthians. I should be able to quote it. I don't know. I miss it up. First Corinthians chapter 15. Verse 3, he said, For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scripture, and that he was buried and rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. You know, and that's what he did. If you believe that Christ died for you and buried for you and rose again according to the Scriptures, not according to what I, my opinion, not according, but according to God's Word, you can be saved. And if you want to be saved, he will save you. And that's why he's he's the good shepherd. And he and he and he sacrificed. He sacrificed for his sheep. He protects us and strengthens us in his word. And I pray that this little lesson will help somebody and uh, we'll be dismissed in uh, our Sunday school. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord.